You're listening to DraftKings Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just how we planned it, baby. <laughs> the U.S. get knocked out by a millimeter. Mm. Come on. It's a game of inches, okay? We didn't even get it. <laughs> we didn't even get to the inches yet. We're still, we're still in the metric system, bro. Damn, yo, when they say Europe was taking over this game, I didn't know what they meant with their measurements as well, bro. I'm about to burn a bunch of European math books, bro. It's the facts, bro. You don't need... Oh, you mean maths Math, the plural. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Cool Against Women's World Cup Daily. It's going to be a little bit more of a somber episode. We have just watched the United States lose to Sweden. In uh, where were they playing in Australia in Auckland? Wow, who no, cares? I don't know where they were. I think they were in Auckland in New Zealand. Um, bro, this is gut wrenching, difficult to watch. Yo, we wanted Blackwater to make changes, these weren't the changes <laughs> in the lineup we requested, bro. Look, this I, is there was some gut wrenching. It was, it, it's tough. There were some. Are you, know, you going to sit here and try to pull positives from getting knocked out of a second tournament in a row? That is not what I'm going to do. I'm just okay, going to. I'm good. just. I'm just going to address the fact that at the very least, he did make changes to the lineup, and he did change oh. the formation. Not. I'm not here to praise Vlako because we have we have a lot of time here. And there will be plenty of criticism. And we, we even got some uh, some listener questions. We will get to a lot of that stuff. But if, you, if you're just talking about the lineup, he made he made some changes and, and changed the formation. Still <laughs> yeah, I'm we sorry. have not slept, by the way. <laughs> that was not a reaction to what you were saying. <laughs> that was more of a reaction to my body going, you waited, you stayed up for that? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't care about the changes. They weren't enough. Uh, no, they, they, the only they, change they I not. care about now, the only change I care about now is a new a new uh, head coach yeah. for the U.S. Women's National Team. This is what should really be, should have been the easiest job in women's football. You've got a squad full of absolute beasts. The only thing you had to do was place them in the right position and let them do their thing, and you didn't do that. And no disrespect to Vlatko, but this isn't enough. And yeah, granted, you know, uh, Haran's shot isn't uh, isn't stopped. Uh, Alex Morgan's header isn't saved. We're not talking about this. And maybe the feeling is a bit more positive uh, moving forward. But because we've lost, you now got to look back and say, here's where, here's where the major failure points were. I mean, to me, the the most suspect player coming in was Alyssa Nair having an absolutely horrid club a year with her club, the Chicago Red Stars. I'm thinking, yo, you don't want your number one to be a little, you know, rickety coming in or a little yeah. bit lacking confidence. And she was absolutely stellar in the moments that we needed her to be. 
Um, outside of that one shot from Portugal, which luckily comes off the post, um, I thought she did incredibly well. Even became the first goalkeeper, I think, to to score on a penalty in a in a World Cup. Okay, yeah, uh, that's to right. score, yeah, um, or to convert a penalty, I should say. Uh, absolutely, you know, shut me up when it comes to Alyssa Air. She's clearly able to be a number one, even if she's not playing well at her club. Uh, but after that, you get to the back line. I've got a lot of questions. And it's not questions of the players. It's questions of which players are chosen. When you get to the midfield, I've got a lot of questions. Again, not questions about the players, but questions about where they're chosen. And when it comes to the front three, I probably would have made a lot of the same uh, or similar decisions. But if it wasn't for a midfield that couldn't really effectively get them the ball, and if it wasn't for Alex Morgan having what I guess now we would have to call a pretty bad tournament um, or lackluster. No goals. Yeah. No goals. No goals. Alex Morgan. Yeah, yeah. I, not to say she wasn't influential, but this isn't your 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 main striker. You can't come out with no goals four games in. Yeah. Um, and so and- that's it. I mean, it's it, all the signs point back to Vlaco. I don't know him personally. I'm sure he's a great guy. I got nothing against the guy personally. But when it comes to this role, he was clearly uh, above uh, above his pay grade. This was not. This this shouldn't have. We shouldn't have come out gone out this way. Without a doubt. I mean, it, it's a. I'm watching this game, and even in the first 10 minutes, the, my first thought is like, we could have been this team? We could have been this mm-hmm. team three other three earlier matches, and we chose not to be, right? We probably wouldn't have been playing Sweden if we had been that team Without for, a doubt. Three, I, it, for three it, games. I just think about the, the game against Netherlands, and it's like no the no subs in that. It's like one goal in that game changes, the, the, I think, the confidence of the team, the outlook, uh, uh, you know, the game against, uh, um, the, the game against Portugal is, is the result, you know, that would have, a, a draw would have been fine, it wouldn't have been a big deal, um, and, but, but just the, the decision, this is why I, you know, I said this after the, the game against Portugal, I said, we have no midfield, we need to fix that, and we do though they're on the bench they're on the bench <laughs> i'm just saying in these games in the three games we had no midfield and we finally did in the put five five midfielders there um right and when we, we look at the you know right there emily sonnet who i thought had a, a incredible game and was a great replacement yeah. for rose lavelle uh probably not the name i would have picked but she really really played well yes look so sonnet sullivan uh, Smith, Horan, and Rodman in the midfield, and then uh, just one striker up top uh, with Alex Morgan. This worked well. Trinity Rodman looked so much better. Um, she changes games, bro. Dude, uh, it, it was just it, they 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 were good. They were objectively the better team. They just couldn't find a goal because of this damn Swedish goalkeeper, Musovic. 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 Bro, or maybe Musovic. I don't know, but she had the game of her career. Look, I I haven't gotten this confirmed, but I and I and I really do believe this. I think she had plexiglass glued to her hands (laughs) because I don't, (laughs) I don't, I I couldn't see. I'm like, is there a force field around this woman that attracts the ball to her hands? The 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 shot from Lindsay Horan that she stopped. What an incredible save! Dude, how did she even see it? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe she got to that. That was just such a, and it was definitely, it was right in, in, in it was going to hit the, the side netting. Just such a great shot. And and the U.S. didn't have that many great shots. And that's the, the frustrating thing. Look, the, the, the bigger picture, as far as like 
tactically, I think they handled it right. And look, they couldn't score. And it's just so mind-boggling that before this tournament, I kept saying, yo, the, the, the defense worries me. We lost our run. What are we going to look like defensively? And but but I ain't worried because we gonna bag a bunch of goals. It's all good. It's gonna be you know maybe See, that's <laughs> it's gonna be seven part. six. Like, but we gonna win, <laughs> bro. We so stacked. The problem is you can go three deep on our back line and we still gonna stop you. And what you gonna do when we score all of these goals? And all I heard was brr, 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 my brr. my and dude. bro, we've got ballers up front. We are ballers. <laughs> Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, Alex Morgan, Alyssa Thompson, Lynn Williams. These are buckets. Yeah, all of them. So look, um, how? Yeah, this is my especially after this game against Sweden. I think the biggest problem here, and this is where I go back to Vlako. This is Vlako's responsibility. I think tactically, when it comes to the attack, he. It's very clear, and you saw it several times, with Crystal Dunn and with Emily Fox, but way more with Emily Fox. How many overlapping runs do you think Emily Fox completed in this game? How many? A fullback who gets it to the yeah. winger and just, just runs ahead of the winger so that to, to create some confusion. <laughs> Six? Maybe one. I think I remember one. Maybe. And it was like accidentally where she was just like, oh, why am I, why am I <laughs> oh, up here? <laughs> why did I go this far? <laughs> um, I mean, it, the part to me that's frustrating is if you're going to play, you know, Emily Sonnet to me is a bit more defensive than what I would have preferred. And yeah. no disrespect, I think she played an incredible game. But, you know, for me, I would have said, like, all right, if you're going to keep Andy Sullivan in, who did well played with great. her penalty, who, who, by the way. Yeah, yeah, who played great. I and thought. played well. I mean, I don't want to take that away from her. She played absolutely well. But if you're going to if we're gonna keep Andy Sullivan in and Julie Ertz, if we're going to keep this experiment going, then give me someone who's creative and attacking. If we can't have, you know, a Rose Lavelle, or if we can't depend on a Rose Lavelle, to me, it would have been perfect to bring in, let's say, again, and Ashley Sanchez to play in Emily Sonnet's role, right? And then if Julie Ertz kind of moves up, now that's your defensive pivot with Andy Sullivan, and you still got three at the back, possibly two at the back when Crystal Dunn runs up, which would allow Julie Ertz to slide back, right, when that's happening. To me, that's the way I would have gone about it, and maybe we would have had more opportunities. Look, defensively, we look great. I think you mentioned, uh, you know, Jimmy Conrad said we had, uh, we gave up two shots on goal all tournament. Yeah. The problem is we couldn't score. And if you can't score, you can't win. And I really don't believe, I really don't believe that it was the shooting boots of these players. I honestly believe it was how much we were asking them to do to get a shot off. Um, I'd have to look at the stats, but I want to see where most of these shots came. I bet you they're in and around the box. I don't think they're from close range other than headers. I don't think they're... Uh, we're not getting sort of the creative attack that we used to see where we would just bombard. We would be surrounding their box and just getting shots off close to goal. Yeah. We're not I seeing mean, that. more than anything, I mean, a, the, a lot of the chances that were created in this game were from the, through just the sheer talent of of the wingers of of Sophia Smith, of Trinity Rodman. Um, 
how how she got the ball and individual just kinda, and, and ran past and, and made a nice move mm-hmm. to, to create your own opportunity. But where is where is the occasional the the ten? There was no ten. There's no midfielder attacking midfielder that's just like yo. Let me slip some balls through while they make a run, uh, angled runs inside the box. Not one. That's what I'm talking about. Not one. Lindsey Horan was making the late runs. The same what we need. That's not your job. <laughs> that you should you be. Pa- I mean? You should be the one making those passes. There was nobody uh-huh. to do that. Um, and 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 this is look with with five midfielders. You would think it would be a little bit more um, just a cent- a central presence. And look, credit to Sweden because they 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 looked at the other matches, saw what worked, and let's just do it again. They're basically saying the U.S. have no threat. In the middle of a, a, a central midfielder, that's gonna that that is a threat to shoot the ball from 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 outside the box, or can make a uh you know a, a chip pass to, to 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 have a late runner uh, uh you know to have a threat inside the box. So it's a such an it's such a I mean it's not necessarily look they were still the better team. Sweden could barely possess the ball, could barely connect many passes. Yes, they we the sweet the Sweden uh, uh, tactic was we have a lot of tall players. Let's try to get some corners. Maybe we can get some uh, a goal that way. And listen, there stepped up every single time. There weren't uh, many many threats. It was one. It's worked against us twice in knockout tournaments. I mean. What do you want us to? What do you? You know what yeah. I mean? I get look, the not, point you're making. We not, were the better team, but it's at the end of the day who moves on in this World Cup and who goes home. I agree. I mean, look, Alex Morgan gone fishing now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, watching the the, the post game uh, with with Rapino, with uh, with Alex Morgan, Julie Ertz. Obviously, they're all uh, heartbroken and really sad. Julie Ertz mentioned that uh, this uh, she's she's sad, especially because this uh, is probably her last uh, uh, time wearing wearing the uh, U.S. Women's National Team crest. Um, so I, I don't know if that's true or not uh, or whatever. Uh, you would imagine uh, there will be other opportunities uh, I, I, or have a prof proper send-off and stuff like that but just a i mean we'll talk about the penalties in a moment but it's it's just i mean it's just so frustrating because they were just objectively so much better and 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 you just that they they they're missing um look not having rose lavelle um is having Roosevelt there I think would have been helpful but because Roosevelt was injured and not really in form is is why she also didn't really you know she didn't really dominate in the games that she played uh either but there was just no and and I think you're right you I mean you 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 also on morning footy mentioning about you know about Ashley Sanchez like why isn't Ashley Sanchez playing like the, the fact that we, oh, none of her boots got dirty. <laughs> not one grass stain. Sofia Huerta, this, I mean, uh, uh, Alana Cook. I mean, there's so many players that, like, given that the the team did Where would you have put Sofia Huerta in this in this team? Because her name has come up a little bit more in like the last two matches. I would have. I would have. Where would I would have tried to play her for Emily Fox occasionally? Emily Fox is a great defender. But I mean, let's not take anything away from her. Incredible, unbelievable, and and has the pace. And she was just she was phenomenal. Uh, defending, but moving the ball forward, it's just not like not just really a, her thing. Just really that attacking threat. Like when Lynn, when Lynn Williams got into the game, how much of a difference she made? Like the easily, like the 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 pace, the energy, um, uh, the crosses. It, it, it just it, it was a huge difference. But she's on the same side with Emily Fox. There should be some sort of chemistry there, and there was none. Like 
getting, you know, whatever. Just like a lot of times a winger will will come towards the ball um, when the fullback has it and then quick stop and go reverse. And then now you hit it over uh, over the top. Mm -hmm. And and there was a couple of those. Um, But the fact that Lynn Williams had no option of like, oh, Emily, Emily Fox might run. In, right, might run in front of me behind the defender to to cause a little create bit, some space, create yeah. some space for a cross, and Emily Fox just stays back and waits, just waits for the ball because she's she's worried about I guess the counter, but clearly that's the tactic being told to her to not make overlapping runs, and it's like for a team that can't score, you need these these threats. You need, you know, same thing. Like, these fullbacks should be in the box from time to time. And you, you got to play brave. And you have to trust that Naomi Gurma or Julie Ertz can, can uh, you know, if, if there is a counter that they can get there. Who Naomi, Naomi Gurma, to me, is the standout from this whole squad. Yeah, best, uh, so far, best player in the, I mean, uh, of this uh, World Cup for, for, the, for the U.S. Somebody messaged me and said, so a Rolls Royce of a defender. Uh, which you know, I completely agree. Although Rolls Royce are in the shop too much, that's a that's a, <laughs> okay. you know I mean? that's a Corvette of a defender right there. Yeah, I mean uh, the, the the specifics with her are like you know I, I've definitely watched her uh, in San Diego here and there. I don't watch uh, uh, rookie of the year last year. Yeah, She's yeah, uh, really good at what she does. But but incredibly good with both feet, just calm on mm-hmm. the ball all the time. Uh, a great calm. passer knows where the. Those where the attacker wants to go doesn't let them go there. Right, right, and right. And that is, you Great. know, at yeah. the end of the day, that's that's all I ask for from a center back is if you can cause doubt in that striker's mind, please. Yeah, every day so that, reminds me of Saliba in that sense. It's it. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we were talking about uh, Ertz, uh, you know, what this lineup should have looked like, but this is this seemed like such such a great opportunity to. Start Alana Cook to put Julie Ertz in the midfield. And because that's it. Emily Sonnet was great and, and poised and controlled on the ball. Emily yeah. Sonnet is a fullback and, and can play center back from time to time. But how right. poised was, was she and, and calm on the ball and was great. But getting those forward passes, she didn't make too many of those. I, I, I liked from Andy. He, Sa- let's Andy- be honest. He started, if you count defensive midfielders, he started three in the back and two in front. He started five. Defensive players. To me, Crystal Dunn is a midfielder that plays fullback. He started five defensive players. How are you going to get service? How are you going to call? How are you going to win the midfield battle? How are you going to advance the ball? How are you going to break lines if you've got six center backs? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Five center backs. And Crystal Dunn back there. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen where Huerta should have started at left back so that Crystal Dunn could go into the midfield. Again, why why have any creativity and dynamism in the midfield? We clearly don't need it, right? Yeah. I mean- and look, I, you know, I don't dislike Vlatko. I, you know, I don't want this to come down as though we're just harping on it, but this is this was a really bad showing where we needed we needed some positivity after the last tournament. And, you know, World Cup is obviously where we shine. This is the bump the women's game needed in this country. And to not see, to not have that moment, to not let, you know, a Megan Rapinoe and a possibly Kelly O'Hara, possibly Julie Ertz, possibly Alex Morgan go out on top is, is an absolute shame. And it's, an, it's a disgrace for uh, the women's program. And obviously, I, honestly, after that, you know, I, Vlaco, I don't dislike you, dude. Come over, come to the Cooligan studio. 
And the first thing I'm going to say is, yo, we need to chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, just for, for some advice. That's all we offer out here, okay? <laughs> because we, we're going to chill with Vlaco. And now that he's out of the World Cup, you know, we could just, uh, you know, hang out, watch some Leagues Cup, okay? That's the Boss move. Boss a few back while watching <laughs> some Leagues Cup. I'll say, hey, let me show you a dynamic midfielder in Lionel Messi. Have you heard of him? You, you probably would start him at center back. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you why that might not be a good idea okay Vlaco? so we're, we're, we're only here uh, to help because uh there's... i know we said we were gonna chill but here's me wheeling out a whiteboard on an easel <laughs> so i'm just gonna obviously toss uh Vlaco a nice cold cores light with the blue mountains it's on it chris so it's crisp it's refreshing he needs it right now we're two all... thing are two things our lineup in this world cup weren't but two <laughs> things that league's cup absolutely is and you know what? If he's like, dude, don't don't toss me a, a lukewarm one. I'll say, hey, I know it's cold because of Blue Mountain on it. Mm. It turns blue when it's cold, you know, kind of like how the score goes up when you score a goal, something you didn't really do. <laughs> yeah. Unless it was against me. <laughs> so uh, we're only here to help and, and offer the best <laughs> counseling. Uh, it's just you... some insight. We're just here to offer some insight. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but this summer, stay passionate and stay refreshed with a nice cold Coors Light, the official beer of Leagues Cup 2023. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay. Say goodbye, Black <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's talk about the penalties. Uh, the, this, do we have to? We, we have to because this was, I mean, one of the most, uh, I think, this is going to probably go down one of the most memorable penalties in uh, I think World Cup history, men's or women's, this was pretty remarkable for for the for right. the ending to end the way it did with uh, the goal line technology being a factor with with the ball. Well, let me just say this: I think you and I both agree that goal line technology has an anti-American uh, <laughs> slant to it. We've said this from day one. Okay, <laughs> from I mean, if, when they mentioned goal line technology, I'm like, are you talking about that anti-American technology? Dude? Go look at the tape. Go look at the tape. Okay. <laughs> Go back and find it. We're not going to tell you what episode it is. Go back and listen to it. We got nothing to hide, okay? We've been saying this forever. (laughs) Um, Nothing but facts here, bro. But uh, listen there. You you can't ask more of your goalkeeper. Made the stops. I mean, literally. She she made two saves and possibly a third. Well, one was a miss. And and, uh, she also scored one. Yeah. I mean, she did everything necessary to move on in this World Cup. But before we talk about the actual penalties, were you not at all confused by the order that the U.S. women went 
Um, you mean after the um, after the five or just in general? No. In general. N- no, because Andy Sullivan first, Lindsey Horan, Kristen yeah. Mewis. Look, Mike Rapino. I would Im- then Sophia Smith. I would imagine the it, it's a you know with, with, with penalties. I usually I like veterans there, people who can handle the moment. Andy Sullivan has been playing in NWSL for years and with the U.S. Women's National Team for a long time. She had just missed the, the, the roster in 2019. So I wasn't necessarily shocked. It was, it was honestly, the, the way I was feeling was um, the way England, the way England fans during the Euros when Saka missed his penalty uh, against Italy and, and those, those moments. That's all I was thinking about. Like, I just, please... For the sake of these young women, I just want them to do well and 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 just because I know the, the the criticism that's coming if they miss, and the players that I was just hoping just please do not miss because of the criticism. One of them was uh, Andy Sullivan. I'm like, okay, she got her right. She's had a lot of criticism thrown on her. Yeah, yeah, including Which is unfair. including from us, right? So oh, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. some uh, you know valid criticism. Um, but I was just happy for her in that moment. Same thing with Christy Mewis. She scored six goals in her career, though. Right. But but some people are just really good at penalties, right? We know yeah, that. I get it. So and, and, I'm saying I, I like the send up your most lethal. Well, I you mean, know. you would think those people are going to close it out, right? Megan Rapino is the penalty taker, the designated penalty taker for the U.S. Women's National for the last two World Cups, essentially. And she gave a gift to someone in the second <laughs> tier. We got the the you know like Messi the when Messi w- d- disappointed Argentina for a decade and missing penalties in Copa America and World Cups or in, in just huge tournaments and this and we just I couldn't believe it I could and then Rapino misses and you're like damn this sucks and then uh, listen there saves the next one and you're like I Sophie Smith. Go close this out. I, I I was just watching the the Nike ad with uh, everybody should fear you and be afraid of you. Uh, so it was there. It, it was right there, and she hits it over the bar uh, uh, as well. And it's just like Kelly O'Hara's off the post is shocking. Tried to place it. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but it feels like the moment got to her. You know, I mean, it got to which you just wouldn't expect that as someone like Kelly O'Hara, who's just yo, you've been there, done that, bro. Yeah, but she's how many penalties has she taken? I don't even know. Somebody was asking that question on on Twitter, like how many, uh, uh, you know, when you bring on a substitute as well, just to take the penalties, it's a little bit. It could be a little nerve wracking because you you haven't really had that many touches of the ball. I thought Kristen Mewis was that was just a huge penalty. I think that was the only touch yeah. in the World Cup that she took at all. <laughs> And, and to make that penalty. You might be right, bro. <laughs> and she fucking, yo, top right, top bend it. Dude, um, incredibly impressive. But so I'm not mad at Kelly O'Hara. I'm not mad at, at Sophia Smith. I'm not mad at Megan Rapinoe. It, it, it's just the, the it, I, I'm, out, of, out of the three, I would say the most, the most shocking was Rapinoe because we know how good she is uh, at penalties. To and, not even get it on frame is, I just, <sighs> Shocking, yeah. I, and then there's really no other word I want to use because I love Megan Rapinoe. To, to have and to have a performance from your goalkeeper like that and not and not winning penalties is so right. frustrating because the 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 Swedish goalkeeper was great throughout the game, but she didn't stop any of the any of the pens. You know, yeah, she didn't no, get a hand no. 
I don't think she had. I don't think. Yeah, no, she didn't have a save in the. In the we missed them. We missed them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mega Rapino skied it. Sophia Smith uh, went wide or skied it. Skied I can't it remember. Well. And, and Rapino and Kelly O'Hara. And, and Kelly O'Hara. Yeah, went, went, went uh, yeah, so just, off the post. And then and then the last one, uh, Alyssa Nair makes the stop. Um, and uh, technically, Le- Lena. I read that. I read that she wouldn't have been able to get a second hand on it anyway. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true either. I think you can. I, so I know the rule is the 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 play doesn't stop until the ball is completely dead. So the so it, it could happen where, and it's but happened the before. The striker's not allowed to. The striker's, the striker's not, allowed, not allowed to take a stand. No, 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 no. But I'm pretty sure the goalkeeper can take as many touches to stop the to stop the ball. I don't think that's uh, that's the thing. But but the rule is that. Um, the play is not completely over until the ball is completely dead. So it, we've seen there's like a, a viral clip of a of a like a Sunday league game of a guy stopping a pen and it bounces into the air. And he gets takes, up and celebrates. And gets and up and celebrates. It takes one bounce and it trickles in, and that that that's a good goal. That's a good penalty. So uh, I mean, look, and it's again the the margins, right? Because because uh, Alyssa Nair guesses right, but is over. She overdoes it, right? She she goes almost too far, gets a hand on it, which is why it bounces up, and and it just trickles in. And we've seen, uh, I mean, I, I mean, she, uh, was it Lena Hertig hit it so hard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that Alyssa Alyssa Nair's bare paw, you know, which just stopped many a wonder strike <laughs> in her I, career, wasn't enough to send it the opposite way. And I mean. Look at this. I mean, we're, we need some we're looking CSI at it on screen hands now. Hands and hands, and hands, and hands bro. <laughs> I mean, it is. It couldn't get any closer. I mean, you could, in my you know American you know exceptionalism brain, I'm like, that's not a that's not over. That's not completely over. Right. You know, I'm like, that's all over if you hate America. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the only way uh, uh, Sweden gets that. But but look right. how close well, this is. This is crazy. North Korea. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. The fact that this is how close it was. I mean, it's just brutal. Brutal. It's, it's just penal. I mean, penalties are penalties. I mean, it just it shouldn't have got to that point to begin with because the U.S. completely dominated. And my my frustration is, you know, with losing. I, I just hate that they lost to Sweden at this moment after the like. Um, they shouldn't have been dancing after blah blah blah, and it's like, bro, it's right, like it's gonna make people who think that think they're right, right, right. And we're already getting like uh, the comments on like the the Carly Lloyd video of like, oh, I guess she was right. This didn't age well, and it's like, bro, why why is it so easy? And this is an interesting aspect of of these national teams, the men's and the women's. The the target of like a lot of vitriol was Greg Berhalter because it's like, no, we didn't play well because we have this coach and blah, blah, blah. We have such a good team and these guys are, uh, are the next generation and they're, all the, you know, whatever, all, they're great. And But Greg Berhalter is the problem. But with the women's national team, it's, Look at the, these women. They're dancing. They're they're the, they're, the, they're not focused on the game and the and and the the you know the people who actually watch soccer and know and know the national team know that the, this team the, the the tactics and the coaching was terribly flawed. And so it's just like the 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 casuals that don't really watch and don't really care and they just they just hate Rapino and hate women and blah 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 and hate equal pay and this is why they shouldn't get paid and and fifteen year old boys could be and blah blah that nonsense they don't attack Vlaco those people don't attack Vlaco they just attack the women because 
they don't like women. That's really that's the, right. the, the frustrating aspect. That's like why I didn't want them to, to go out in this particular moment. Because um, there's plenty of valid criticism, and we make it, and it's and everybody, and you know, and it's fair. It's it's fair to criticize, but to sit here and to say that obviously the the trolls are going to come out and feel vindicated in some way, shape, or form, which is the bad part. But also, part of me feels like you know there might be some positive, and I said this a while ago. And I remember thinking, you know, I remember being told uh, that I was crazy, but maybe there's a silver lining to going out, right? Well, you and I have talked about the futures. We've seen what the next level, what the next generation is going to look yeah. like. And we are way behind when it comes to it. Our dynamic, our individual dynamism and our athleticism isn't going to cover us forever. Some of these, some of these uh, nations are taking women's football way more serious. They're developing much better talent. Some of these clubs are paying a lot of money now for women's football. Women's football is on the rise elsewhere. To some degree, this this could be. And, and Yanni Mar, uh, Marte uh, at Yanni Mars asked, yeah. is this the Trinidad moment for the U.S. women's national team? And I want to take that one step further beyond just like, yo, is this is this the moment where there's we we sort of come to the come to the realization or a, a moment of reckoning or a come to Jesus moment, whatever you want to call it, uh, with the the fact that our squad isn't good enough. I want to take that further and say, like, is this a moment where real change happens, where we start to take development in this country so much, so much more serious, where our national team or sorry, our club teams start to develop academies and start to really I mean, think about it. Naomi Gurma is 23 years old. She's only played professionally for two years. There's going to come a time. There's going to come a moment where that's not good enough. We're not we're not going to have these players for long enough. We're not going to fulfill yeah. their their potential because they're only getting to play such a shortened period because they're in college for so long as opposed to an academy system. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. Do you think this is the moment where maybe we turn that corner, there's some changes in the in the in the federation and we start to take the development of this game so much more serious. Um so I don't I'm not as panicked, right? We we just won two World Cups, right? So I'm not in some place where the you know everything that we're doing is 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 flawed and I I don't See, it's definitely not the same as the the, the Trinidad, uh, you know, debacle. Um, so, if Trinidad was ten on a scale of one to ten, where would you say this is? I think this is like a uh, this is like a six. This is a real cause for concern, and this is this is to say that and and this is this World Cup has changed my mindset a lot because not only you know. Uh, we, we get a lot of comments and people are being like, you know, oh, you don't know this player. You don't know that player. Like, yo, they're great. They're, and, and it's like, yo, I'm watching NWSL. I, who, who, the players that play here, I, I'm in my mind, the NWSL is the most competitive women's league in the world. So that's what I, I watch. And I, I'm not watching, uh, uh, you know, Liga MX Femenil that much. I'm not watching, um, you, you know, La Liga, uh, the women. I'm not watching WSL that much. I, I'll, I'll Champions League. I'll, I'll catch a couple games, but I, I think the 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 cause for concern here is coaching. I think we're falling behind on coaching. It seems like because of the investment in women's football around the world, and not just in Europe. Uh, it's just you're seeing look at the game against uh, uh, South Af South Africa, Netherlands. Yo, South Africa was like that was a pro that was a proper team. They played well together. They had yeah, yeah, yeah. good. They weren't lucky. To get yeah, through. yeah. Good individual players and just mistakes is what, you know, led them to lo losing that game, essentially. And so I think this is this is opened my eyes to the fact that there are 
they're not only are there good players playing all around the world, they are good teams. They are good, properly coached teams that that understand the game tactically on a level that some of our younger players may not. Where because we see in NWSL the you you got a a player like Trinity Robin who is just athletically just much more gifted than a lot of the the, uh, players that she may face and i think that that kind of seeps into the mind of of coaches that are like yo give her the ball let her rock and and we'll probably end up winning and then they but then they do win right the washington spirit won uh the nwsl championship just uh last year so or two years ago whatever um so, I, so that's my my thing. I think th- this World Cup showed that the difference between Jill Ellis and and Vlatko, where Jill Ellis, look, very obvious, like a lot of players didn't really like her. There were issues. Uh, you know, players didn't really vouch for her to to, to come back. And Vlatko, they were like, "Yo, this is this dude's a homie." And we talk about this all the time. You go from authoritarian coach to chill coach. And uh, you yeah. you never you never do the same because you need right. you need that change. And they went no, to it's two a days hacky sack, <laughs> two a days hacky sack. That's how you do it. So they went they went to the the, the chill coach that that was you know better better vibes and and it didn't work out and that happened too many vibes too many too vibes, many vibes. <laughs> and uh, you know and and that's the that's my you know, kind of synopsis of, of, of this, uh, these, these last few years, but we've had plenty of examples, the Olympics, we had the, the, the losing three friendlies in a row to the European teams. Um, Vlako's just not, he had his chance, not cut for it. And, and we, we move on to, to somebody that is more of a, 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 a tactician and, and understands a real, and no disrespect to him, but like a, an actual tactical coach. Yeah. Someone who is going to, ask more of each of these individual players to work as a team as opposed to use that individual dynamism. I'm not as optimistic as you. To me, you said six. To me, this is more of an eight. Um, you know, I, I get the feeling that, you know, I'm the one or, you know, that, that could see like the monsters coming, but nobody wants to believe me. You know, um, this, this feels like we're losing grip. You know, we talked about how, you know, uh, financial fair play is allowing or really asking of, a lot of these English teams to invest a ton of money into the game. They're creating some strong teams. And look, you and I have always been a big, big fans of the women's game in this country and NWSL because of morning footy and having access to this champions league stuff. I've, I've become way more familiar with the women's game outside of just who Arsenal women are playing yeah. um, at that time. Uh, and I'm seeing in real time, you know, you, you ask yourself like, why would Sam Kerr leave NWSL for, for uh, Chelsea or for Europe, is, is it could it possibly be the money? And you're seeing like, oh wow, they are investing way more into this game. A lot of players are going to want to play in Europe versus NWSL. Uh, Ellie Menjim talked about how there was an article in Australia that uh, said, what if Sam Kerr would have been allowed to play the sport that she really loves, which is AFL, which is the Aussie Rules Football, the one that's played on that uh, oval uh, sort of pitch. Yeah, yeah, and. And he talked about how ridiculous of a comment that is. they're kind of going through the same thing we we went through in the states a while ago. Uh, but he's saying how ridiculous that is. She makes three times more than the highest paid AFL player, and that's the number one sport in Australia. Um, and those are men, and she makes three times more than that playing football in for Chelsea women. And it just gives you an idea the support that these women are getting with fan bases showing up and getting to use big stadiums and 
you're starting to see that it feels like America is losing its grip on this sport. Part of the reason why America fell in love with this sport is Brandy Chastain in 99. I'm not taking anything away from the from the women that came before her, but that moment was so iconic. That's the reason why even a lot of young boys fell in love with the sport, never mind just young girls that were inspired to want to play it. And we're starting to lose that grip. And you talk about co coaching. To me, it starts at the lower levels. And I think this is a sign that, yes, Sweden was not a better team than us. But that does not take away from the fact that Japan, England, Germany at points, France at points have looked wholly better than we do. We've been able to sort of muscle our way to the top. And that advantage is now gone or seemingly gone. Yeah. Um, we need to develop better players. We need to develop players that play as a team. And we need a coach, like you said, that's willing to coach them and make them a, a unit of 11 players as opposed to 11 players out there that are all units. And when that day happens is the day we will continue to have a grasp on the sport. Right now, I feel like it's slipped past. And maybe yeah, even the next World Cup, I'm not going to think of the U.S. as 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 the dominant force. And that's that's a shame because it's been a long time since that's happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're not too far off when uh, with how we see things. I mean, I I you look, know, I I just think the I I have a probably a little bit higher um uh you know, optimism? Not not optimism, but just thought of the players that we currently have. I think they do um you know, it's 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 simply I think they do play well together and this I think today was a, a great example of that. It's just the 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 coaching kind of won't allow. I'm like Again, I'm just like, why won't Emily Fox make overlapping runs? That's it. So yeah. to me, that's a coach that's telling her to not do that. So, that, yeah. so that's uh, yeah. I I'm think, also like, yo, why we why we leaving so much space in this midfield? Bro? <laughs> this seems weird. Uh, so frustrating. Look, I mean, I, I think still a lot to be uh, uh, proud of. And look, for us, as as you know, we're, you know, we're obviously fans of the team. We we cover the team. We've interviewed so many of the players on the team. It, it is. You know, when, when it comes to us personally, uh, you know, I, I have a, just a huge amount of admiration and love for all these uh, uh, players. Same. And whether we, you know, uh, criticize them or, or not, it's obviously we want what's best for the team. They do uh, uh, as well. And it's just a it's it's a th it's a thing. To, you know, the U.S. Women's National Team, to me, at least for me personally, means something a little bit different than the men's national team. There's a there's a different there's a different fight. There's a there's a activism attached to it there's a different meaning you know sometimes people are like you know what that's why the the whole thing about oh they, they shouldn't be dancing or, or whatever it's just like bro the context is kind of important here they they stand for something a little bit different than simply what the, the men stand for and 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 not to take you know, like the, the men do important things as well but there's just uh, that's why I'm not I'm not there's more on the line. Yeah, I'm not so hung up on whether they win or lose. I, I really do think it's admirable and important. The message that they that they send, the inspiration that they you know, you see all the all these players, even on the other national teams about how it's really an effort to grow the game, to inspire young girls to, to, to get involved. So that's that stuff makes me very, very proud. And and it, sometimes it's hard to be proud to be an American. Uh, from time to time because of, uh, you know, issues that we have. But the U.S. Women's National Team, to me, really stands for something that uh, I can, like, really support and get behind. So that's, uh, you know, that's why this is, like, it, it, difficult and emotional in a different way than, than when the men uh, are knocked out of a World Cup. But uh, it's uh, I, still, I think, 
again, we, I think we still have the best talent in the world, and I'm excited about the next World Cup because I think it's going to be uh, great, and I, and I fully expect uh, the U.S. to turn things around and fix, you know, this, just get, get a proper 10 that can, uh, you know, ping some balls around, <laughs> and, and, and I, I would, yeah. they would still be my favorites in, in the next World Cup. So, uh, also, the last thing I want to say before we go is yellow card accumulation should be wiped by the time you get to the knockout stages. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, okay, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Shout out to everybody. Uh, we didn't get to a bunch of the questions, but shout out to everybody who submitted some. Um, we will be back tomorrow uh, with another big episode. Obviously, England uh, is playing uh, tomorrow. And uh, uh, yes, and uh, Melissa, yep. we're going to be joined, also joined by Melissa Ortiz. Uh, she's uh, on the Fox, uh, uh, Fox Soccer broad- Broadcast and uh, the homie. Played on the Colombia national team. We'll talk uh, Colombia with her and, and uh, got a lot to look forward to because Colombia has a huge game against Jamaica on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, look, a little somber, a little sad, but it is what it is. The World Cup goes on. The Cooligans continue. Obviously, we'll be here uh, every match day uh, up until the end of the, uh, the Women's World Cup. But thank you so much for hanging out with us as always. Uh, shout out to everybody watching on DraftKings Network. Thank you. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button right now. Uh, you're crazy if you haven't yet uh, because you want the facts, the, the most fire, you know, dumb and smart takes. That's what, that's what you come here for. <laughs> right? It really is both at the same time. <laughs> you, you get both, okay? So <laughs> yeah, It's a nice cornucopia <laughs> of stupidity and intelligence. Alexis is wearing a shirt that says 69th minute, bro, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we out here, all right? So, uh, it actually says nice on the back. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, shout out to Tens Club. Let's go. Um, Shouts. Scenes. Scenes. That's right. They should update it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, leave a, leave a comment on this video. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friend, uh, you know, whatever you got to do. So thank you so much for tuning in. Leave a, leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't yet. But we will be back tomorrow uh, with another big episode. And we'll be joined by Melissa Ortiz uh, as well. Yes. So we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Peace. Thank you for everything you did, Megan Rapino. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.